Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. I asked the Lord, why should I go here? Why should I go to Karis Bible College? Why should I travel 5,000 miles? And it was like, being here is the real deal. This is where you're supposed to be. If you want to come here, you're going to learn what the Word says and what the Word means. <laughs> and now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Monday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. Today, I'm continuing to teach on a subject that I've entitled, A Better Way to Pray. And this coming Friday is going to be my last day to teach on this. Of course, we could probably just keep talking about things that relate to prayer for a very long period of time. But I think that this is my fifth week of teaching on prayer, and this coming Friday will be my last day. So I would like to advertise once again my book by this title. I also have this in Spanish, Una Mejor Manera de Ora. And so we have it in Spanish. Then we also have this study guide that is made specifically to teach Bible studies to disciple other people. And then we have CDs and DVDs. And I tell you, the things that I've taught on prayer are just radically different than what most people are saying today. And I believe that that's the reason that there's very few people that really have an effective prayer life. There's very few people that when they pray, they see the things that they've prayed for manifest, and there are reasons for it. And so I've taught some radical things here. I encourage you to please get these materials, if not for yourself, get it to share with somebody else, because there's, this needs to be, there needs to be a revelation or a revolution in prayer, both of them, a revelation and a revolution. And so anyway, the last couple of days of last week, I was sharing from Matthew 7, 7 and 8, and also Luke chapter 11, verses 9 and 10, where it talks about, Ask, and you shall receive. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Everyone that asks receives. Everyone that seeks finds. Everyone that knocks, it shall be opened to them. And that's what the Word says, and yet most people's experience says, I've asked, I didn't receive, I sought, I didn't find, I knocked, it wasn't open to me. But is that true? The Bible says you do. So what's the difference? And what I've been trying to explain is that God is a spirit, John 4, 24, and God moves in the spirit realm, and God doesn't just directly do things. Like, for instance, I've used finances a lot. He doesn't supply you with money directly, but it says in Luke 6, 38, that men will give into your bosom. When you give, it'll be given back to you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over shall men give into your bosom. God uses people. And so God moves when you believe. He speaks, but it takes a period of time. There is a process from when the Lord moves and quickens somebody's heart to come buy your product or do whatever, and that person has to respond. And there is a period of time involved. And many people not understanding this, they just pray and think that if God wanted to, I prayed and I have a financial need. And if God wanted to, He just instantly, it would be taken care of. And because they don't see it instantly, they just immediately think, well, God hasn't done anything because they think that God just moves in the physical realm. God is a spirit. He moves in the spiritual realm. And whether it ever gets manifest into the physical realm is not dependent on whether God answered your prayer, but rather on whether you know how to receive. Let me use a scriptural example to illustrate this. And this is in Daniel chapter 9. And Daniel was beginning to 
uh, he was seeking the Lord for understanding about the prophecy that Jeremiah gave. Jeremiah prophesied that the children of Israel would be in captivity for 70 years. And it had now gone past 70 years. And it looked like that the scripture wasn't coming to pass. And so Daniel was seeking the Lord for revelation on this. And of course, the Lord gave him an answer. And what the answer was, it was 70 weeks of years, or in other words, seven times 70, 490. And Daniel, in the latter part of this ninth chapter, he gives one of the most awesome prophecies with the revelation that God gave him. And he basically pinpoints exactly when the Messiah would show up. And, it, and so this is what was going on. But he prayed a prayer here in Daniel chapter 9. And let me just read. In verse 3, he says, I set my face unto the Lord God to seek by prayer and supplications with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. And I prayed unto the Lord my God and made my confession and said, O Lord God, the great and dreadful God, keeping the covenant. And anyway, I'm not going to read all of this prayer, but let me drop down here into verse 19. This is the end of his prayer. And he says, O Lord, hear. O Lord, forgive. O Lord, hearken and do. Defer not for thine own sake, O my God, for thy city and thy people are called by thy name. And in verse 20, it says, And while I was speaking and praying and confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel and presenting my supplication before the Lord my God for the holy mountain of my God, yea, whilst I was speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel, this is actually talking about the angel Gabriel. It later makes that clear. This is the same angel Gabriel that appeared to Zacharias and announced the birth of John the Baptist. And then he also appeared unto Mary and announced that she was going to conceive and give birth to the Lord Jesus. And so it says that Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, touched me about the time of the evening oblation, and he informed me and talked with me and said, O Daniel, I am now come forth to give thee skill and understanding. So here is Daniel praying a prayer, and it says in verses 19 and 20 that while he was still praying, this angel, Gabriel, I mean a high-ranking angel, showed up and spoke to him and gave him his answer to prayer. Now, I don't know exactly how long he'd been praying, but if you just read what's recorded right here in Daniel chapter 9, I'd, I'm sure you could read it in less than three minutes. So we don't know the exact period of time, but somewhere around three minutes, Daniel was praying. And while he was still praying, God interrupted his prayer with an angel and answered him and gave him everything he was asking for. Now, praise God. That's awesome. This is what every one of us would love, is that while we're still praying, that God would interrupt our prayer and our answer would be manifest. That's what each one of us would like to have happen. But look at what Gabriel said. In verse 23, he said, At the beginning of thy supplications, the commandment came forth, and I am come to show thee for thou art greatly beloved. Therefore, understand the matter and consider the vision. So even though this manifestation was quick and it only took three minutes, it was while he was still praying, God interrupted his prayer and answered it. Gabriel said, at the beginning of your supplication. So this means that God answered approximately three minutes before there was any physical manifestation of it and Daniel was able to perceive it. 
Now, I know that that's a short period of time, and most people think, well, it's three minutes. I can handle three minutes. I mean, if you come forward for prayer, and if somebody lays hands on you, and if you fall out under the power of God, by the time you hit the floor, if you're healed, most people can handle that. But what happens if you get prayer, and you walk out, and you still have the physical problem or the pain? That's where most people miss it. But this is important to recognize. Gabriel said, at the beginning of your supplication, God gave a command for him to come and explain this situation to Daniel. And yet it took approximately three minutes from when God first spoke for what God spoke to come to pass. Now this is super important that you understand this. This right here is a scriptural precedent, scriptural understanding that God moves and it takes a period of time from when God speaks for what God spoke to come into manifestation. Now, I know that this messes with some people's theology. There are people that believe that there is no such thing as time, space, distance with God. They'll tell you that God is almighty. He's omniscient. He's omnipresent. He's all of these things. And they have these doctrines over here that they hold more sacred than the Word of God. I actually had the pastor of a very large church here in Colorado Springs that we were discussing some things, and what I was saying was different than what he believed. And so he says, so which method of interpretation do you hold? What, how do you interpret the Bible? And I said, I don't interpret the Bible. I just let the Bible speak. And he said, oh, you can't do that. He says, are you Calvinist? Are you Armenian? Are you this? And I said, I don't know what I am. I'm just whatever the Bible says. I believe it. And he was just shocked to his core, like, you mean you don't have a doctrine that you believe that you use to interpret the Bible and look at the Bible through? And I was shocked, and I said, you do? And see, there are some people that they have this doctrine that there is no such thing as time, space, distance with God. God, nothing limits God. I don't have that bias. I don't have that prejudice. To me, I don't care who God is and what He's like. I just want to know what He's like, and, and His Word reveals this, and whatever it says to me is fine with me. I, it doesn't ruffle my feathers. It, I don't have a preconceived notion that I've got to make Him fit into. This says that God spoke at the beginning of the prayer, and it was approximately three minutes. So what does that mean? I don't know all that it means, but it does mean that from the time God moved and answered Daniel's prayer, there was about a three-minute lapse. And I know that this just bothers some people. Theolo so you're saying that God is limited, that God... Ha I don't know what I'm saying, and I don't really care about all of these theological positions. I'm just telling you that here's a scriptural example that God gave a command, and it took about three minutes before that command was evident to Daniel, and he could perceive that God had answered his prayer. So this really does something to some of the things that people hold on to that I believe cause them to have doubt and unbelief. They just think that, you know, God, if you want to, I'm, I'm praying, I'm asking you to heal me. I got terrible pain. So I ask in the name of Jesus, and they pray, and if they, if they feel any pain, if they can't perceive a physical distance, a difference, then they just immediately say, well, God didn't do anything. Why is that? Because they hold this doctrine that God could just instantly like that, pain be gone, you could be totally healed, your finances could be mended, your marriage could just be healed, you, you know, whatever it is. And there's people that just believe that God, the moment He decides to do something, boom, it's done. 
I'M TELLING YOU, HERE IS A SCRIPTURAL EXAMPLE, AND THERE ARE MANY, MANY OTHERS THAT SHOW THAT PRAYER IS A PROCESS. GOD MOVES, BUT OFTEN HE MOVES AND TOUCHES PEOPLE'S HEARTS, AND HE SUPPLIES YOUR NEEDS THROUGH PEOPLE. HE CHANGES CIRCUMSTANCES. IN THIS INSTANCE, HE SPOKE DIRECTLY TO GABRIEL, AND GABRIEL, IT TOOK HIM THREE MINUTES TO GET THERE. GOD SPOKE BEFORE GABRIEL MANIFESTED. WHY? I DON'T KNOW. THE SCRIPTURE DOESN'T EXPLAIN. I HAVE NO IDEA. IT'S POSSIBLE THAT HE WAS ON THE OTHER SIDE OF THE UNIVERSE. HE MIGHT HAVE BEEN A HUNDRED MILLION LIGHT YEARS AWAY FROM EARTH, AND GOD GAVE HIM A COMMAND, AND IT TOOK HIM THREE MINUTES TO COVER THE DISTANCE. YOU KNOW WHAT? THAT WOULDN'T BOTHER ME IF AN ANGEL CAN COVER A HUNDRED MILLION LIGHT YEARS IN THREE MINUTES. THAT'S NOT A PROBLEM TO ME. I MEAN, WHO KNOWS? MAYBE HE HAD TO PACK A BAG, BRUSH HIS TEETH, COMB HIS HAIR. <laughs> DON'T KNOW. I KNOW THAT THOSE THINGS ARE SILLY, BUT AT THE SAME TIME, YOU CAN'T PROVE TO ME THAT THERE ISN'T SUCH A THING AS TIME AND SPACE AND DISTANCE. SOMETHING HAPPENED WHEN GOD SPOKE. WHAT HE SPOKE DID NOT INSTANTLY COME TO PASS. THERE WAS A PROCESS FROM WHEN GOD SPOKE UNTIL GABRIEL GOT THERE AND MANIFESTED THIS ANSWER TO PRAYER. NOW, TO ME, THAT'S NO PROBLEM. I MEAN, AS LONG AS IT'S WITHIN THREE MINUTES, I CAN HANDLE THIS. AGAIN, THE PROBLEM IS THAT I THINK THAT THIS SAME, this same PRINCIPLE, THE SAME PROCESS APPLIES MANY TIMES, AND SOMETIMES IT MIGHT BE A WEEK. SOMETIMES IT COULD BE LONGER BEFORE YOU SEE A PHYSICAL MANIFESTATION. AND IT'S NOT AN INDICATION THAT GOD DIDN'T MOVE, BUT THERE'S OTHER THINGS INVOLVED. IN THIS INSTANCE, THERE WAS AN ANGEL INVOLVED. I'M GOING TO TAKE ANOTHER EXAMPLE IN THE NEXT CHAPTER. AND IN THIS INSTANCE, THERE WAS A DEMONIC OPPOSITION INVOLVED. SOMETIMES PEOPLE ARE INVOLVED, LIKE I'VE BEEN TALKING ABOUT FINANCES. GOD IS GOING TO SUPPLY YOUR NEED THROUGH PEOPLE. THERE'S JUST A NUMBER OF DIFFERENT THINGS. I'VE LEARNED A LOT OF STUFF. AND THERE ARE THINGS THAT I'VE LEARNED THAT HELP ME TO SPEED UP THE MANIFESTATION BECAUSE I BELIEVE THAT WE HAVE CONTROL, AT LEAST PARTIAL CONTROL, OVER HOW QUICKLY THINGS MANIFEST. BUT it does, IT'S NOT AUTOMATIC. WE HAVE TO COOPERATE. AND THE MORE YOU KNOW, THE QUICKER YOU CAN GET THINGS TO MANIFEST. AND SO I'VE LEARNED A LOT OF THINGS, BUT I, THERE'S STILL A LOT THAT I DON'T KNOW. WHAT I DON'T KNOW WOULD FILL VOLUMES. BUT WHAT I DO KNOW, I KNOW THAT I KNOW IT. AND IT'S WORKING. AND I'M TELLING YOU THAT THIS PRINCIPLE FOR ME IS JUST VITAL IN GETTING MY PRAYERS ANSWERED. TO SEE A PHYSICAL ANSWER TO MY PRAYERS, IT REALLY HELPS TO KNOW THAT GOD HAS PROMISED THAT WHEN I ASK, I RECEIVE. WHEN I SEEK, I FIND. WHEN I KNOCK, IT'S OPENED UNTO ME. AND I DO NOT DOUBT THAT. I BELIEVE THAT EVERY SINGLE TIME I'VE EVER PRAYED, GOD IS FAITHFUL, GOD HAS MOVED. BUT I HAVEN'T ALWAYS SEEN THE ANSWER TO MY PRAYER, NOT BECAUSE GOD FAILED, BUT BECAUSE I FAILED TO NOT DOUBT IN MY HEART. I FAILED TO STAND AND TAKE MY AUTHORITY. I FAILED TO REBUKE THE DEVIL AND BIND THIS. I FAILED TO RECOGNIZE THAT GOD IS GOING TO USE OTHER PEOPLE. I FAILED TO RECOGNIZE THAT PRAYER IS A PROCESS, AND I JUST... If, IF I DIDN'T SEE A MANIFESTATION, IT'S NOT GOD THAT FAILED ME, IT'S ME THAT FAILED HIM. AND MAN, THAT IS SUPER COMFORTING TO ME. I KNOW THAT NOT EVERYBODY RESPONDS THAT WAY. SOME PEOPLE ARE SAYING, WELL, YOU'RE SAYING IT'S MY FAULT. IS THAT WHAT YOU'RE SAYING? YES, THAT'S EXACTLY WHAT I'M SAYING, AMEN. IT'S EITHER YOUR FAULT OR THE DEVIL'S FAULT OR JUST HUMAN NATURE IN GENERAL. THERE ARE A LOT OF THINGS IN THIS WORLD THAT ARE OUT OF WHACK BECAUSE OF SO MANY MILLIONS, BILLIONS OF PEOPLE JUST COOPERATING WITH THE DEVIL. 
AND SO, BUT IT'S, IT'S SOMEBODY'S FAULT OTHER THAN GOD. GOD PROMISED THAT IF YOU ASK, YOU RECEIVE. IF YOU SEEK, YOU FIND. IF YOU KNOCK, IT'S OPENED UNTO YOU. HE SAID YOU HAVE TO BELIEVE YOU RECEIVE WHEN YOU PRAY. I BELIEVE THAT WHEN I PRAY, GOD IMMEDIATELY MOVES, BUT THEN THERE IS A PROCESS FROM WHEN GOD GAVE THE COMMAND AND WHEN I CAN SAY, THERE IT IS. THERE IS A PROCESS. AND BECAUSE I'M AWARE OF THIS, I DON'T WAVER. AND I'M JUST AWARE THAT IT'S IN THE PIPELINE. IT'S, it's IN THE uh, DELIVERY PROCESS. IT'S COMING. AND SO THAT ALLOWS ME TO BE PATIENT AND TO WAIT AND TO RECOGNIZE THAT THERE IS A PROCESS INVOLVED IN GETTING YOUR PRAYERS ANSWERED. MAN, THAT IS REALLY, REALLY, REALLY IMPORTANT. AND I KNOW THAT GOD'S SPEAKING TO SOME OF YOU RIGHT NOW WHO YOU HAVE HAD THIS MINDSET WHERE YOU JUST THINK, WELL, IF GOD'S ALMIGHTY, THEN I PRAY, AND IF IT'S NOT INSTANTLY DONE, IF SOMETHING DOESN'T HAPPEN, JUST BOOM LIKE THIS, WELL, THEN IT MUST BE THAT GOD DIDN'T ANSWER MY PRAYER. NO, THAT'S NOT TRUE. I'M TELLING YOU ON THE AUTHORITY OF GOD'S WORD, IF YOU PRAYED FOR SOMETHING THAT WAS PROMISED YOU IN THE WORD OF GOD, THEN GOD HEARD YOUR PRAYER. GOD HAS SPOKEN. THINGS ARE, are WORKING BEHIND THE SCENES. THINGS ARE TAKING PLACE, AND YOU JUST NEED TO HAVE PATIENCE. YOU NEED TO HAVE FAITH, AND YOU NEED TO RECOGNIZE THAT THE ANSWER TO PRAYER IS A PROCESS AND ALLOW THE PROCESS TO WORK. BOY, THAT IS REALLY PROFOUND. NOW, I WANT TO TAKE ANOTHER EXAMPLE, AND I'M GOING TO USE THE EXACT SAME PERSON. THIS IS DANIEL IN THE 10TH CHAPTER, AND THE REASON I LIKE TO USE DANIEL TO ILLUSTRATE THIS, THERE'S OTHER PLACES IN SCRIPTURE THAT ILLUSTRATE THIS, BUT, YOU KNOW, IF I WAS TO GIVE YOU A TESTIMONY ABOUT HOW I PRAYED AND HOW GOD ANSWERED MY PRAYER AND IT WAS QUICK AND STUFF, WELL, THEN SOME OF YOU THINK, WELL, THAT'S YOU. AND, YOU KNOW, GOD JUST FAVORS YOU. YOU'VE GOT MORE FAITH IN ME OR WHATEVER IT IS. WE SOMETIMES PUT OURSELVES IN THESE UNIQUE CATEGORIES AND THINGS JUST DON'T WORK FOR ME THE WAY THEY WORK FOR EVERYBODY ELSE. WELL, HERE IS THE SAME MAN PRAYING. I REALLY LIKE TO USE DANIEL BECAUSE HE HAD AWESOME RESULTS IN THE NINTH CHAPTER, THREE-MINUTE MANIFESTATION OF HIS ANSWER TO PRAYER. BUT IN THE 10TH CHAPTER, IT TOOK THREE WEEKS, NOT THREE MINUTES, BUT THREE WEEKS FOR HIM TO SEE AN ANSWER TO HIS PRAYER. AND NOW, SEE, THIS IS REALLY IMPORTANT BECAUSE IF ANYTHING, AFTER HE HAD THIS MIRACULOUS ENCOUNTER WHERE GABRIEL SHOWED UP AND GAVE HIM THIS AWESOME PROPHECY, THE LAST PART OF THE NINTH CHAPTER IS ONE OF THE MOST AWESOME PROPHECIES IN THE OLD TESTAMENT, AND HE HAD THIS GREAT ENCOUNTER WITH GOD. IF ANYTHING, THIS MAN'S FAITH SHOULD HAVE BEEN STRONGER IN THE 10TH CHAPTER THE NEXT TIME HE PRAYED BECAUSE, he, because OF THIS GREAT EXPERIENCE. BUT INSTEAD OF GETTING BETTER RESULTS, IT TOOK THREE WEEKS IN THE 10TH in the, uh, CHAPTER. SO THIS IS REALLY GOOD. HERE'S A MAN WHO HAD BEEN VERY SUCCESSFUL AT PRAYER, GETTING AN INSTANT MANIFESTATION, AND YET, NEXT TIME HE PRAYED, IT TOOK THREE WEEKS. WHAT'S THE DIFFERENCE? WHY DID THIS HAPPEN? AND IF YOU CAN FOLLOW WHAT I'M SAYING RIGHT HERE, I'M NOT GOING TO BE ABLE TO COVER ALL OF THIS ON TODAY'S PROGRAM, BUT WE WILL INTRODUCE IT AND GET STARTED. AND IF YOU CAN FOLLOW THIS, AND UNDERSTAND WHAT THE LORD IS TEACHING RIGHT HERE, THIS COULD BE A KEY THAT UNLOCKS THE POWER OF PRAYER FOR YOU. I MEAN, THIS IS HUGE. THIS WILL MAKE A GIGANTIC DIFFERENCE IN YOUR LIFE. SO IN THE 10TH CHAPTER, THIS IS THE SAME MAN. IT SAYS IN CHAPTER 10, VERSE 1, IN THE THIRD YEAR OF CYRUS, KING OF PERSIA, A THING WAS REVEALED UNTO DANIEL, WHOSE NAME WAS CALLED Belteshazzar, AND THE THING WAS TRUE, BUT THE TIME APPOINTED WAS LONG, AND HE UNDERSTOOD 
the thing and had understanding of the vision. In those days, I, Daniel, was mourning three full weeks. Now notice, in the first prayer, it was approximately three minutes that he prayed and he got his answer. This time, it was three full weeks, and this time he was mourning and fasting. It goes on to say in the third verse, I ate no pleasant bread, neither came flesh nor wine in my mouth, neither did I anoint myself at all till three whole weeks were fulfilled. So this wasn't a part of three weeks. It was a complete three full weeks, 21 days. What a huge difference. Man, I, I don't even know how much that is, but you'd have to take three minutes into an hour. There's 23-minute segments in an hour, and there's 24 hours in a day, and then multiply that times 21. That's a huge number. That's thousands, maybe a million times, whatever, longer to see his prayer manifest in the 10th chapter than it was in the 9th chapter. Why was all of this? He goes on to say here, and in verse 4, and it says, In the four and twentieth day of the first month, as I was by the side of the great river, which is Hiddekel, then I lifted up mine eyes and looked, and behold, a certain man clothed in linen, whose loins were girded with uh, the gold of Euphaz. And it goes on and describes him anyway. This was an angel. Let me just drop on down here in uh, verse 10. It says, And behold, a hand touched me. When he saw this glory of this angelic being. He just fell on his face as if he was dead. And it says in verse 10, And behold, a hand touched me, which set me upon my knees and upon the palms of my hands. And he said unto me, O Daniel, a man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak unto thee, and stand upright, for unto thee am I now sent. And when he had spoken this word unto me, I stood trembling. So here he is, he gets his answer to prayer, and this is another miraculous encounter with some supernatural being, an angel. Some people have called this a pre-incarnate manifestation of Jesus, I don't know. But here's his answer to prayer. But this time it took three full weeks, 21 days instead of three minutes. Why did God answer one prayer in three minutes and the next prayer in 21 days? Why? Why the variance? You know what? I, I'm just about out of time. Let me just drop this bomb, and then I'll explain it on our program tomorrow. God didn't answer one prayer in three minutes and the other prayer in three weeks. He answered both prayers instantly, and I'll show that to you in the 10th chapter on our broadcast tomorrow. But God answered both prayers instantly. He gave the command instantly for both prayers to be answered, but one prayer manifested in three minutes, the other one manifested in three weeks. Not because God was the variable, but because there was a demonic power that stood and fought against this angelic messenger and hindered the answer or the manifestation to Daniel's answer to prayer. In other words, God was faithful. God was the same in both instances, but yet there was different results, not because God was different, but because of things going on in the spiritual world. And brothers and sisters, whether you know it or not, God has answered every prayer that you've ever prayed that was based on a promise of God's Word, but whether you see it manifest or not is not totally up to God. We have demonic opposition. There are things that you can do to deal with it, and praise God, I'm going to share these truths with you, and they'll really, really help. Before you were even formed in your mother's womb, 
God already had determined a purpose for your life, a God-given purpose. God has a purpose to train you in what you're called to do, and I tell you, Karis Bible College is the place for that. Man, if you want a life change, come to Karis. Come on to Karis! The next two to three years could be the most powerful time of your life. If you sit under the Word for four hours a day, for five days a week, for two or three years, I guarantee you, you are going to have God speak to you and start revealing purpose to you. Every one of you are created for a purpose. Do you know what that purpose is? I'd like to encourage you to come to a very special conference we're holding on July the 18th through the 20th at our facility here in Woodland Park, Colorado. I'm combining my efforts with E.W. Jackson, and he has been having a STAND conference for a number of years. That stands for Staying True to America's National Destiny. And I tell you, my heart and E.W.'s are just joined together, and we said we've got to do something to combine the people that he reaches with the people that I reach. This is going to be a significant conference. Remember, it's the 18th through the 20th of July at our facilities here at the Sanctuary in Woodland Park. Join us for the Stand for Truth and Liberty Conference. You know, this teaching on a better way to pray is powerful, and it leads right into the believer's authority. So we have put these together in a package, and you can get both of these books, which really you need this believer's authority as the next step, and you can get either the uh, CD or DVD on a better way to pray, and the same thing with the believer's authority and either CD or DVD. If you'll listen to our announcer, he'll give you all of the information, and please call or write today. Andrew's teaching titled, A Better Way to Pray, is available in the Better Way to Pray package, which includes two books, A Better Way to Pray and The Believer's Authority, as well as your choice of either the CD albums or DVD albums from both teachings. This package has a catalog value of $105, but you can get it today for only $75. If you prefer, the Better Way to Pray resources are available individually as either a book, study guide, CD album, or DVD album made from our daily television broadcast. Each of these valuable resources is available for a gift of any amount. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get these products. The individual topic highlighted on today's broadcast is available as an audio CD for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide today's teaching free of charge. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today.
I want to let you know about something that very few people realize we're doing, but we are big on discipleship. And we have a program that we call DEMO. It stands for Discipleship Evangelism Missional Outreach. We are using this all around the world, but we are focusing primarily on three nations in Africa right now. And we literally have hundreds of thousands of people per week that go through this discipleship program. And we aren't just giving people a fish, but we are teaching them to fish. We are training them on how to raise their own crops, how to deal with purified water. It's just a program that's reaching a lot of people. There's a lot more information about it than what I'm able to give you here. Go check it out, our demo ministry. I'd like to encourage you to check out our inside story on our website. This is where we interview people behind the scenes. Go check it out at awmi.net and then check on the inside story. It'll be a blessing to you.